0: Not like this. Not like this.
1: Too late. Ignorance is bliss, but so are smelly orgies in Zion. This is spoilers, ain't it? You went with the
2: same joke. (laughs) I'm not gonna switch (laughs) it up this late in the game. (laughs) had <laughs> more material, that was terrible
1: uh, Yeah, we had to do a couple of takes of that one um, Not that any of the audience needed to know that, Stevie But Nope since It's always good up, to be transparent, Josh it's, Be transparent for us said Stevie Tell us who you are and where you're from And how long have you known The Matrix?
2: Uh, this is Stevie, I'm recording from Elkhart, Indiana And um, I saw The Matrix on VHS... Right when it came out, because I wasn't allowed to see it in theaters, but my grandpa had a copy, and he's like, let's watch this interesting sci-fi movie. (laughs) So since I was about, like, 10 years old. This
1: interesting science fiction film. Pretty Uh, much. And it blew me away. I think it blew a lot of us away. Let's slide on over to your best pal and spoilers creator, Pappy. Where are you hanging tonight, and how long have you known Mr. Matrix?
3: Uh, I am hanging out in Denver, Colorado, or at least my body in the simulation is. <laughs> and <laughs> I first saw The Matrix in my cousin um, Adam Jakoyak's basement uh, in the Christmas of nineteen ninety nine. Uh, like Christmas was winding down, he's like, "Hey, you gotta like watch this movie," and he put it on. I remember we ended up staying like super late. Like we started at like nine, so we stayed till like eleven. Or something we had a long drive home, but I fucking loved it from then on.
1: <laughs> I like Adam, Adam likes good movies too, doesn't he?
3: Yeah, and he showed me this movie, and this was like a seminal, you know, movie. This was like a rated R movie at the time. I was like t- 10 as well, so it was a big deal. It was a good Christmas,
1: Brett. You were a little bit older. How old were you when you watched The Matrix, and where are you recording from tonight? Boy, uh,
4: this is Brett. I'm uh, recording from Fort Wayne in my bed. And, the 260! And uh, I was. Uh, what size
3: bed, Brett, do you have? California King. Oh. Nice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's the difference it's, between uh, a King and a California King? <laughs> it's a
4: little less wide and a little uh, longer.
2: <laughs> okay.
4: I'm tall, man. Uh, I was uh, 15. Freshman, getting ready uh, for summer, going into sophomore.
1: Thank you, Brett from California. And sitting next to me (laughs) is Mikey, and I'm really starting to enjoy these sessions where (laughs) we pod in person, hovering over a mic. One mic together.
5: Just uh, chugging beers, podding out. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I was like 10 when I saw this. I don't think I saw it in theaters, though. I don't think any of us would be allowed to see it in theaters (laughs) without extreme parental supervision. I think we all had
2: pretty strict parents. No. Uh,
5: yeah, I I thought it was an amazing movie and kind of mind-blowing.
1: Uh, we usually like to jump quickly into the movie, but there's one little piece of, um, kind of current event thing that I wanted to touch on briefly before we jumped into the the matrix proper Uh and that is the oscars had uh they made a new category this year called best popular movie and it got a lot of shame on twitter and on the internet and i guess they just redacted that pappy i don't know much about the story about them redacting it but is this true i don't know i don't have twitter anymore it's on pause yeah yeah so so who broke the story somebody tweeted in the group
3: i posted in the group Chat today, i got out. a youtube notification that someone i follow on youtube had posted a video about the breaking news
1: matt
2: Neglia?
3: no somebody oh. else and then i, and out I out asked matt. stevie to to creep on matt Neglia's twitter timeline because i figured he was having like a fucking party like at the end of uh <laughs> phantom menace like like with horns and <laughs> confetti
4: <laughs> champagne being popped Here's out. <laughs> Josh, it's been completely scrapped. Oh, they're not just delaying it? It's, they're actually fully scrapping it? says, it? Academy Awards scrapped plans for Oscar for most popular film amid backlash from movie industry.
3: Great A- idea.
5: A- wow. ABC News. Scrapped the whole Oscars.
1: Pappy, I don't want to steal your joke. So, what were you saying about that right before the pod? Do they remind you of a certain restaurant uh, chain?
3: Like they're like Domino's. They're like we. You talked. We listened. We changed our format. No Papa John's. Oh Papa John's. Papa
1: John's. <laughs> yeah, Papa John listens. That's true. That's true. Yeah. No more racism. racism. They <laughs> listened.
3: Papa Bloss. Gosh,
1: we brought up Papa John's <laughs> way too much. On the t- uh, okay, let's talk about the Matrix. The first act of The Matrix is about the first 40 minutes of the movie, and you're kind of seeing the world and living the world through the eyes of Keanu Reeves. He plays Neo, and what would you say he's like in his everyday life, Mikey? Uh,
5: From the first scene we see him, uh, I didn't think this back then, but watching it now, it's like... This guy is clearly a pedophile on the internet. Oh, Oh, Jesus. He's got to be downloading gigs and gigs of weird stuff. On mini discs. Yeah, (laughs) to be cooped up in his apartment like this, handing out weird discs to weird people. Literally never
1: crossed my mind, I don't think. I don't see that at all, but
5: it only crossed my mind this last time. <laughs> I but, think it's
1: supposed to be like computer hacking warfare. But if you want it to be <laughs> I just thought whatever looked, you want it to be I fashion.
3: just thought he looked really weird. That new Rob uh, Zombie album cost <laughs> too good. Yeah. <laughs> But
5: uh yeah, he's just like a hacker guy. He's kind of really gross and stays in his apartment all day and kind of just does illegal stuff to get extra money on the side.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the story of Jesus where he just plopped into it when he's like 33 years old. Um, (laughs) Pappy, did you see any other references that they showed in the movie that might give you a clue about like what Neo's like before he's the one?
3: Well, he also has a job at one of the top software companies, and he's apparently late to work, to the point where if he's late one more time, he's gotta get fired.
4: The time has come to
5: make
3: a choice, Mr. Anderson. Either you choose to be at your desk on time from this day forth, or you choose to find yourself another job. Do I make myself clear? Yes, Mr. Reinhardt. Perfectly clear. Seems to be pretty sleepy all the time and kind of depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's kind of green, like a uh, Cialis commercial. Oh, wait, wait, what's a depression drug commercial? Like one of those commercials.
4: Not Cialis. Yeah, that's a different yeah, one. Yeah, Cialis is Zoloft the uh, depression, Pat. <laughs> yeah.
1: Prozac. Spoilers, brought to you by all those. But he seems,
3: yeah, he doesn't seem to be happy in his life. He's looking for for something. Something's wrong.
4: He's very morose. He's just...
1: Good word. Yeah. Whenever someone starts, like, scraping deeper with Neo, he seems to already know of something called the Matrix. Did you guys pick that up? They're always like, you gotta live deep within yourself. And he's like... The Matrix? Hmm. <laughs> like, why would he be pointing out the machine? Like, How would he know? Probably in his
2: hacking warfare, or yeah. whatever he was doing on there, he probably came across it. And he also might have had an experience got... in his everyday life where something like bent where it shouldn't have been.
5: It was 99, so he probably subscribed to some email chain uh, letter.
0: Yeah.
4: Snail mail. If it you don't forward Maddox. this to everyone in your family, you'll
2: die. God, those are the worst. <laughs>
3: He's already got, like, super low-res pictures of Morpheus printed out all over his apartment, so. (laughs) He's on to something. He's close. (laughs) Mm Morpheus.jp.
1: So, as the plot moves along, like, this first 40 minutes, like I was saying, is kind of him coming into contact with agents, including Trinity and Morpheus... Those I would say those are the two secondary actors after Keanu Reeves. What do you think about um, those performances in this movie?
4: And Lawrence Fishburne's awesome in this movie. I think. Cowboy Curtis is that from uh, <laughs> King of New York or something? I don't know.
3: That's from Pee Wee's Playhouse.
1: <laughs> it's from oh. Pee Wee. <laughs> Close. They're very similar movies. Why are you digging up old pictures? Shaman? I'm not,
3: uh, dude. I love Pee Wee's Playhouse. I had a VHS collection, and I love Apocalypse Now, which he's also in. Um, but he's awesome. He's in, in this Apocalypse movie. now. Yeah, he's, one of he's the, the one that the he took. Uh,
4: he took Emilio and Charlie Sheen to like get hookers in wherever they were mm. performing. He like really screwed them up.
3: He's so perfect gotcha. in this role, though. Like, he's so imposing and awesome. Like, I can't imagine anyone else as Morpheus. Like,
2: does anyone else hate the dialogue in this movie? No. God, not, e- not even draining. a little bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Before we move on from those two actors, though, I did want to say that I posted a picture of Carrie Ann Moss on our podcast spoilers Instagram, and Planet Manny actually said, Carrie Ann Moss makes those films in all caps. So I think that she does have some fans, and well, she deserves oh, some Oh, I props like her too. She's great. Ass. I like her in that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Whoever
3: po- who posted that comment? What was her name?
1: Planet Manny.
3: Well, she clearly accidentally made the word "film" plural by mistake because nothing makes the second two films at
1: all. <laughs> Indeed.
4: Uh, what do you guys think of the like the Alice in Wonderland imagery and references, like the first act of the movie? Anybody? Going
2: down the rabbit hole when he pretty much calls Keanu Alice. White rabbit, follow the white rabbit. Which that girl with the white rabbit tattoo? Like, for a second there, I thought she wanted her boyfriend and Keanu oh, to like, yeah. get weird with her. It was very odd. She wishes well,
4: like, it was Keanu and Patrick Swayze, but you can't always get what you want. You can't
2: always get what you want. That would have been awesome.
1: I think she was implying a menage a trois for sure. Yeah,
3: That was a real S&M clip, right? Like, in Australia?
1: I think all the clubs we see in the real world and the Matrix are that in, this, in these films. <laughs> Everybody's sweaty. <laughs> yeah, as far as like the whole follow um, the rabbit down the hole and like take this pill or that pill, it all is very. It's got like a mythological feel. If you really try to like examine it from like a logical standpoint, like why did they go about things that way? I don't know if it really makes sense.
5: Do you so- think he does this to every guy he thinks is Neo or is is <laughs> uh, is uh, the one? He's like. He pulls this uh, Alice in Wonderland stuff. He's done this before
2: they all die. Yeah.
5: This is like a weekly episode for the cast. Morpheus is (laughs) dead again. Here's another one. Morpheus keeps killing these white guys. (laughs) He
3: didn't make the jump.
1: (laughs) I don't think this part of the movie is horrible, but I do think it's probably the weakest part of the movie. Right about the 40, 41 minute mark is where... um, Morpheus is just flat out explaining to him what the Matrix is, and like the flashbacks and the the history of like how the Earth I love, evolved I love that. after this huge. I love that part. Yeah, it's really
4: eerie. I really like it a
1: lot.
2: It's also good exposition. Yeah, like this is yep. kind of a confusing concept. So I mean, they explain it really well.
1: Yeah. At at some points though, during it, I realized I was just looking at shots of like. A regular ass storm in the sky, and it was like, "Do you guys know what I'm talking about?" They just had when oh, they said, a said he killed the of... sun,
3: blacked out the
1: sun.
5: Some things look so... like, some things look like B-roll. Just uh, it's like <laughs> people walking by very hurriedly on <laughs> yeah. a New York street, or they bought the some stock footage, yeah, <laughs> stock
1: <static-water>. footage. <laughs> just
5: random clips thrown together to show the the robots took over.
1: Do you guys have any problem with? Like the whole backstory and the the true history of machines versus humans, as he tells it here. Well, I
2: mean it's Terminator without tra- without time travel.
1: Yeah, machines
2: yeah. won. It is what it is.
1: Yet we still
4: keep working on AI for some reason in real life. I know
1: that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one problem with the humans. Um, I guess plan at one point to destroy the machines was to blot out the sun. <laughs> Because they would run out of energy, yeah. Not thinking about how we would also run out of energy, yeah. <laughs> well,
5: not <laughs> that was probably the USA's idea.
1: <laughs> we'll just use coal from now on. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back coal. <laughs> so I'm going to pose to you: is that a, is blotting out the sun a better idea to save humanity, or is Thanos' idea of killing half of humanity? Spoiler and alert: Which one of those two is better? Thanos this is a better better plan.
3: It's more efficient.
2: Yeah,
1: way more efficient.
3: I feel like blotting out the sun's more of a kamikaze move though. You're taking everybody out with you. Yeah. Except it didn't work. Which I don't understand the robots plan. What are they doing? Why are they harvesting people? Why is that the best way to do it? They're they running get? on our They're,
1: energy. Yeah. Because the brain is the best battery ever, apparently. Okay. That's another stretch of a concept too But there's like
4: There's electro electricity running through our bodies They could easily do that Mm -hmm. They're smart
1: But why would keeping a whole human body alive Be more efficient than just building Batteries The human body
4: generates More bioelectricity than a 120 volt battery And over 25,000 BTUs Of body heat
2: because there needs to be humans in the movie,
4: Josh. <laughs> well, the, the, one, the ones that die, they, li- they, they liquefy them, they liquidate them, and they make them into new, they use them to make new humans, so it's really efficient, I would say. They yeah. don't lose anything. Oh, yeah, it's fusion, isn't it's it? Never ending, never-ending energy, as opposed to making batteries, you'd eventually run out of resources, I'd imagine. Yeah. But everyone's
1: him. vegan, all natural. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're all drinking human slush. So uh, Neo gets this huge bomb dropped on him, and he rejects it and comes out of the Matrix. And Cypher uh, goes, he's going to pop. He's going to pop. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it he just like throws up a little bit and is all ticked off that they brought him out of the Matrix. And speaking of that, that was one of the biggest conversations we got in in our group thread. Um, would you guys be mad if Morpheus took you out of the Matrix? You gotta pop. Breathe.
5: Just breathe.
2: So I got dressed like a hobo and die from a laser bot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pretty ticked.
3: Well, it's weird how that like became a meme. The whole red-pilled thing. Like That's like a huge internet meme now, being red-pilled.
5: Plus, it was just Tylenol and Advil, which <laughs> take the, Really low
4: budget.
3: If you take if, the blue pill, it's fast acting, but the red pill strength. lasts for 12 hours. What if like,
4: the blue pill was just a pill that knocked you out, and then they put the red pill down your throat anyway? Daytime, nighttime. Sounds like
3: uh, Bill Cosby and Jack Moon. <laughs>
4: well, I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah, that's pretty much what I was uh, going for. Every pod. Also...
2: Like, why didn't they just create, like, their own software when they got bored? They could go into, like, another computer program that wasn't the Matrix the agent's looking for them.
1: (laughs) Man, they ain't got time for that. I'm just saying, like, that's, like,
2: why Cypher revolted. He wasn't getting laid enough. Wasn't getting able to drink enough. Great steak. I'm kind of bored here, guys. I'm sick of soupy meals.
5: If Cypher's not getting in on the Zion orgies, there's something wrong with Cypher. See, with that creepy stash,
1: (laughs) no one's having him a part of that, any train at all. But I feel like within even the group on the ship, there was some acknowledgement of that. And that mouse character who dies first in that group, he goes, he has a line where he says something like, uh,. This sloshy gruel doesn't have everything the body needs. If you want to hook up with that red lady in the Matrix, you can. So
5: Lady and
0: Red <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was wavery. I don't know. So
2: like if you like, you know, go in the Matrix, do you go in the on the ship? If that makes sense.
3: No. no. What do you mean? Do you have
2: an or- orgasmic experience? Oh.
3: On both sides? Like a wet dream type yeah. thing? Yeah.
1: I think it's just in your brain that it happens, maybe. And in your pants.
3: Well, if you die in
2: the Matrix and you die on the ship, wouldn't Dude, you? Yeah. I think you'd do well, how- both. It'd be really creepy with Mouse watching you.
3: So, like, Mouse is just in that big control room freaking jizzing in his pants like pretty- <laughs> his
1: eyes rolling in the back of his head and
3: he's like why don't we just enjoy life and everyone's like "Do <laughs> not, like, not, like not like this not like, <laughs> like this
1: it's the quickening <laughs> just listen to Highlander pod today I listen so. to Highlander yep and honestly pretty much after this we get like a back to back scene where Morpheus says that he believes Neo's the one at which point Neo responds kind of like Butters in that one South Park episode where he's like, oh man, I don't want to be the one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and oh, then, like, the very next, <laughs> Oh, shucks. And then the very next scene, he's with Cypher, and Cypher's basically like, if you see an agent, run. Whereas Morphe had just told him, like, if you see an agent, you don't even have to block bullets. Like, you're all good. So there's kind of that, like, angel-to-devil back-to-back advice he gets. And then they get sent into the matrix and from here on out, the whole movie is huge action sequence. Mm-hmm. It's like the second, a little more than half of the movie.
3: I like that. They reveal that cypher is a bad guy early. Like the way that this story is structured and the information's doled out. It's, like, it's really well done. Cause like you could have like a that huge exposition dump at the beginning. Right. Like with some like Morgan Freeman voiceover, like the year is blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? But instead they're kind of like, coy about how they reveal what the matrix is but, but they go like the other way with cypher where like you know he's a bad guy right away and so like it adds to the tension the whole time he's like with the group on the super uh, dangerous mission to see the oracle yeah do we have a deal mr reagan you know
4: after nine years you know what i realized
0: Ignorance is
1: bliss. And that that huge action sequence starts off with Neo learning a bunch of skills, um, and he's basically quickening here as well. <laughs> he keep like downloading different things to his brain. There's one specific line here that's been memed a lot. Do you know what I'm talking about, Brett? I know kung fu. Yes, sure. Show <laughs> me. You, you, you delivered that actually. You said breakfast. it wrong.
4: I know Kung Fu. Is that what it is? I, I, I know, know Kung, Kung Fu. Fu. <laughs> Show me. I
1: know Kung Fu. Show me. I love that scene where he gets in a fight with Morpheus and everyone on the ship like wants to go check it out and see Throwing who Throwing 20s
5: is. down on the table. Who's going <laughs> to win? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's an awesome scene. That and Cypher's quick meeting with agent smith where it's the big reveal that he's like not only kind of evil but he's about to sell out the whole squad happens and the famous quote ignorance is bliss is said here and it's kind of like really the point of this first movie is cypher's arc versus neo's arc i think and cypher decides that he'd rather turn a blind eye to humanity. took the blue pill problems yeah i wish he took the blue pill and he doesn't care about true freedom, I guess. No take. I don't blame cipher. him, man. Yeah, it's tough.
2: He has somewhat of a conscience, though. Cause he's like, I don't want to remember anything.
5: Morpheus so. couldn't give like a heads up. Was that against the rules to anybody trying to get in to the Matrix? He couldn't like, hey, this is an apocalyptic world that we're about to go into.
4: It has to be a surprise every time. He'd never get. He'd never get anybody well
5: everybody's are he's these people are looking for it for some reason people are trying to find it I don't know just seems like a weird thing he could have brought up before it's he pretty ropes dirty' you're, no you're right this.
4: it's pretty dirty but like they're trying they're, they're trying to survive they're trying to overthrow the machines they can't just lead with hey this uh, post-apocalyptic world it's like your worst nightmare there's orgies but other than that it pretty much sucks <laughs> they'd never get anybody so well, that one guy'd be like, He had me at orgies. (laughs) That That was
1: Neo. (laughs) Yeah, that was Neo. I think what Mikey hits on here, though, is kind of a little trick that The Matrix has in its arsenal that's kind of sneaky and cool. And I think there's something about the human psyche that we all kind of think there is more, there should be more than what we see in our everyday life. So it's one of those things. I think that's part of what makes you, once you're done watching this movie really consider it could real life be the matrix. Definitely. Well, that's a
5: theory now is people think that we live in a computer simulation. So it's like gone beyond a meme. It's now a I don't know, it's like almost not a fact, but just like a a
1: theory. It
3: it reminds me of the Truman show. Like where after you watch it you think like, oh God, that's definitely me. I'm in that right now.
1: There is actually a theory that like the chances of us living in a simulation it's, it's the highest. Is like infinity versus us not because yeah. if any civilization ever ever designed a matrix for lack of a better word then it's basically like a huge daisy chain because that would create a whole universe and someone within that infinite reality would also create a matrix so there'd be Infinity matrices and only one real life. Matrices. Sla- slavery with extra steps. Matrices, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like Rick and Morty's like yeah. the infinite universe yeah.
4: yeah, but you can't, I don't know. I mean, you just can't really think about that kind of stuff. I mean, every single one of us could be trapped in our own men- mentally ill state where everything in our brain is completely fabricated. You just can't think like that. That would suck, though.
3: Brett, would you take the red pill or the blue pill?
4: Uh, Which one is the Cialis? Did you again? say something about orgies earlier?
3: The red one has orgies, but they're stinky, I guess.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I don't know if you'd like knew about it. Your life would suck it. Like again, if you took the blue pill, that everything's fake, you could get super depressed. Like nothing means anything. You
3: already are. Yeah. The, the blue. Your life already stinks. You're going back to your stupid software programming <laughs> job and selling something illicit on uh, cassette tapes.
2: What do you think he sold?
3: Mini
5: discs, hacking devices. He sold AOL 24 hour discs. <laughs> Got to be hacking
3: devices. Here you go, 10,000 V-Bucks. Spend it wisely. That's a good question. I'd
4: probably take the blue pill.
5: Morpheus tells them that, hey, you can take the red pill and go into the Matrix, or you can take the blue pill and just... And he doesn't even give them a chance to forget about it. He's just like, and you can pretend like everything is (laughs) the same. So they already have it in the back of their head that the Matrix is real and that there's something weird going on.
2: There's a third pill where you can forget everything. He just never
5: presents it. Hmm. he has a roofline, and his back <laughs> yeah cottage. it's a rufalin.
4: <laughs> oh man
3: it's kind of crazy though that do we talk about how the agents capture Neo and then just let him go like they could have just st- put a whole stop to the thing but right they don't know there.
4: they didn't that's what he said uh, later that if they knew what if they knew what we wanted you for, you'd already be dead, but
1: they didn't really know. They just knew that they were going to target him. But you're right. I mean, you're right.
3: How about I give you the, the finger? F-
1: the agents seem to think that Morpheus is the key to everything, and possibly they think he is the one.
2: Zion mainframe. Yeah, they yeah. want they want the you codes, think, yeah. That's
5: all they, they care They implanted about. a
1: bug into Neo to try to get to Morpheus there. That, so that part was there. so good. That scene
5: is so good.
1: Yeah, I guess I breezed over that scene, but...
5: I hated watching it. <laughs> way back then and it still looks pretty the bug it looks real so it's kind of disturbing yeah it's but.
3: like this big uh, uh, Swedish pump thing from Austin <laughs> Powers <laughs> <laughs> they, Dyson? Put it, they put it on his belly button and the vacuum seal like sucks it up and there's a bunch of I guess what's I don't know what, whose blood it is if it's the worm thing or if it's Neo's but it splatters into this tube and they just nonchalantly toss it out the window into the stormy rain. I like how
1: he's like that. That shit is real. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. How'd you not feel that?
1: Yeah, it's not too small. <laughs> It'd be super painful. But I, I think what another thing that this brings up is Neo is definitely not a perfect hero. Throughout this, he fails like probably five or six times in big ways. So I'll just try to quickly break down some of the ways that I thought of he fails. So. He doesn't, in the office building, he like mm-hmm. chickens out and won't walk along the edge of the window. So it's like failure number one. Um, in the simulation, when he's supposed to make the big jump, he falls down. Um, he gets beat by Morpheus in like the first fight, even though I, I would think that would be expected. Um, he doesn't, I, he kind of shows that like whole attitude that he wants to go back and he throws up and just seems weak. And then ultimately, like, the Oracle even tells him, you're not the one, straight up. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you guys like that part of the movie where he constantly has those setbacks?
4: Yeah. I mean, technically, he ends up winning that first fight, I mean, at the end. But also, when he's in the car with them, even though they're, like, the most unwelcoming welcome committee ever, he's like, it's our way or the highway, and he's, like, literally about to get out and leave. So, like, he was about to give up right there. So, but, yeah, I don't know. I like that. It just shows that he kind of puts it all together at the end. That's when they're all like, he is the one.
3: And, like, The Matrix is the only way to, like, make a super high concept, complicated plot like this accessible and such a big hit is to make it, like, the most run-of-the-mill hero's journey story possible. Like, textbook. Crossing the threshold, you know, gaining the powers, the training. Like, it's beat for beat. It's like a classic, classic storytelling style. And the Matrix, this Matrix movie is really more about Neo's journey than it is even like fighting the robots, which, you know, the other movies kind of uh, um, get away from that. What
1: One of the things that we give the new, well, that maybe I even personally have given the new Star Wars crap for is that Rey in The Force Awakens seems to get her powers. Like way too quickly. But if you think about it in The Matrix, Neo goes from zero to hero.
2: He just doesn't know how to use him yet.
1: Well he does by the end of the movie, he's flying You're off right. like Superman.
2: But it's a gradual thing. It's like he instantly gets him and just kicks ass the whole movie. Like Neo gets like his ass kicked throughout ninety nine percent of this movie.
3: Yeah. It's really the last five minutes where he Yeah. He doesn't even, like, really get a gun until Mouse dies. That's, like, when they hand him the gun for the
1: first time. Morpheus decides that their time eating gruel on the ship is over, and Neo needs to go meet the Oracle. And it's pretty nebulous, like, what the Oracle is at this point, but someone or something really important. And there's this really... This shot cracks me the heck up every time It's when... They send, like, the whole squad into the Matrix, and it's, like, this panning reveal of everyone, like, in an... How would you describe that, Pappy? (laughs) Is
3: is that when he answers the phone and goes, We're in. Yeah. We're in.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They're like...
3: (laughs) Posing for the poster, like it looks like a photo shoot, like more than anything else. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would they come out of the Matrix like with their arms crossed and like leaning? All in on and, the
5: same side of the yeah. table. They're about to drop the hottest mixtape of <laughs> 1999.
3: Can we talk about like their costumes too in the Matrix? Because it's like it's very different than what's on the Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, like, if this is the they future, they all wear like super leather <laughs> and like they carry these Nokia phones and like those sunglasses. Like those did not catch on.
1: Yeah. Morpheus' sunglasses are like the worst things I've ever seen. I in hate my those. Life. So How do they stay much. on?
5: They defy gravity. They don't even have arms. <laughs> they don't have arms on the side. <laughs> they just sit on the bridge of his nose. Like a little piece of wire.
4: It's so bad. Mm-hmm. Is
1: it just squeezing the hell out of his nose
3: all it the time? It
5: looks like he squeezes them on when he puts them on. When you notice that, they
3: don't have sides <laughs> when he puts them on. Maybe if you're it's a like, bus driver you can do that, but not if you're a fucking kung fu master. Those are the least <laughs> practical sunglasses you could possibly have to be doing flips and kicks. A slight I,
5: breeze would take
3: those
1: away. I've always attributed the garb just to the Wachowski sisters' sense of style, I guess. Honestly, like I don't think there's any practical reason that they're dressed like that.
4: Isn't it considered kind of like a sci-fi noir film? So that kind of fits in with that. I think black leather was just
2: big in the 90s.
5: Leather, I think, always looks kind of weird, especially if you're running and yeah, running and jumping around. It's really impractical. But I think the way the agents are dressed is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're doing kung fu moves in a suit and stuff. I think that's pretty great.
1: I don't want to gloss over Stevie just saying leather was <laughs> big in the 90s. Is that? I don't remember that. I thought
3: denim was big in the 90s.
1: Denim's still big, Pap.
3: <laughs> never
2: no, I just thought uh, I mean, I don't know Josh, you were like 20 in the 90s Yeah, was I was leather 30 big then? 70 was in the 90s
3: big
1: then?
0: <laughs>
3: could you have a leather jacket in the 90s, Josh? It's not very breathable
1: It's not breathable at all for those ever increasing global warming climates so. I would say no It
5: doesn't seem very tactical either Tactical leather pants <laughs> <laughs>
4: tons of space for your weapons. <laughs> well, didn't they say it's like the personification of your self-image? That's so... That's why Switch oh, yeah, that is, is all true. white. Wearing all white and... I don't know. That's just what they think looks cool, apparently.
3: They said on the making of documentary, they wanted them to look extra pale, so their white skin would contrast against the black clothing. So, well, I
5: mean, everything looks off because everything is green. Everything is so... Everything is so green. Gosh.
4: Darn. Green. I love that, though. In the Matrix, it's
1: green. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Because I the code that was cool. is written in green text? Is that why?
4: No, I just read that everything in the Matrix, the cameras, had a green tint. And everything... I mean,
1: everything's green code, Josh. Everything yeah. outside of
4: the Matrix had a blue tint. And then when they were in, like, the yes. computer simulations, it was, like, a yellow tint.
3: They even, <laughs> oh. like, dyed the clothes, the white shirt's green. Like, they washed them with, like, a green sock or some shit like that to make them look a little green. Really? Yeah. Fun fact. Very fun. I was hoping the trivia is about laundry tonight, so I, I just yeah. thought I <laughs> my energy. Uh,
1: so the next part of the movie is they do successfully get to the Oracle. Um, Stevie, how does that meeting go? How, how would you describe? More people talking in
2: circles.
4: I love that scene.
2: No, um... <coughs>
3: Stevie, do you not like The Matrix anymore? No, just complained. I love you complaining about it.
2: Dude, I love The Matrix. It's just the dialogue is a little talking in circles. That's all I'm saying. It's like, who am I? You know who you are. Oh,
5: I mean, it's, it's such an abstract concept. The dialogue is always going to be like that. The way they deliver it, though, they everybody sounds like a robot. Yes. Trinity is a robot. Compared Morpheus
2: sounds like a, yeah. like a more fluid robot, but he uh, shows up at the Oracle's place, and there's like kids doing telekinesis. One kid's bending a
3: spoon. There is no spoon. There is
2: no spoon. There is no spoon. Is no spoon. And then. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, guys. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you not? <laughs> yeah. And so uh, he goes in to meet the Oracle. Rest in peace. She
4: died? She died in between yeah. the second and third movie. That's why they recast her. Second one probably
1: killed her. So <laughs> <And> all, <laughs> the, all the cigarettes <laughs> she smoked did probably. Uh,
2: she pretty cookies. much goes on to say, like it
1: says on Wikipedia though that Matrix, oh the Matrix Reloaded was her last film. Yes, mm. oh, sh- that sucks. Sad. Story. Rip. She's from Chicago. But she
2: goes on to say that, like, hey, um, you're not it. Like, you're just another cog in this horrible machine, and uh, have a nice life.
5: Morpheus roped another one of you white boys. <laughs> Morpheus gonna kill you? What, <laughs> another white boy? Get over <laughs> here.
1: Have a cookie. She did seem to tell him that he was the one, but it wasn't, like, the right time to be triggered or something. There's some kind of weird wrinkle in Talking there. in circles.
3: She, like, she never says that he's not the one, but she says, you know it deep down. And he goes something like, I'm not the one. And she just kind of goes, drugs, or something like that. <laughs> <She> <laughs> says, Is this sorry, when Kylo sorry, Ren oh, Never mind. <laughs> at a
1: point. <laughs> so, yeah, he sees the Oracle. She basically tells him that he's not the one. And he's kind of sad, but not, like, super surprised because he feels like he's known that all along. And I don't know exactly how they leave the Oracle's house, but all of a sudden they show up at, like, this old rustic, super dope-looking abandoned <laughs> warehouse.
4: That's the same building that they brought him into earlier, I thought. I would mm. actually never noticed that until today. The same couches are there.
1: Is it the same I one? think. So they're going to like some sort of yeah. safe house, and the agents are on to them and because yeah. of Cypher, and there's <laughs> an ambush. Um, Pappy, this is probably the second or third biggest, like, action sequence of the movie.
3: Yeah, well, the movie plays fast and loose with the definition of deja vu. Apparently, this is just when something (laughs) happens twice in a row. Um, But Keanu Reeves sees a cat, and they realize that there's been a glitch in the matrix, which means they've changed something. They've, like, bricked up the exits, and then the SWAT team comes in. and, And like I mentioned earlier, Mouse is, like, the first to go down. And he goes down like a champ, though. He's like a hero.
4: Yeah, but he could have done better if he would have actually pointed his gun straight instead of up in the corners of the room. (laughs) That (laughs) is true. Oh my gosh, he's not aiming straight at all. Very heavy guns.
1: If you ever use the drum gun in Fortnite, (laughs) that thing tosses you back (laughs) and up, dude. It's true. Struggle for it. Should have built
3: a wall in between. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes down. And then they realize that uh, there's been an ambush, and they end up uh, crawling around in the walls, um, and the agents find them. And then Morpheus, (sighs) badass moment. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
5: exactly.
3: I love that. Can I interject real quick? Headbuds, please.
5: The time. I don't
4: know why. I had this really vivid memory the first time I watched it, and. Remember, I was like 55 when this movie came out, so I remember it really well. Hey and, uh, hey even though they kind of tell you that the agents are really awesome and you think that, but like my brain wouldn't allow me to believe it. And I remember being super shocked when Agent Smith just starts kicking the crap out of Morpheus. I just remember being like, this guy's not going to take Morpheus, dude. He's like a kung fu master, and he just kicks the crap out of him.
1: Well, before he beats the crap out of him, I wanted to pinpoint that moment where Morpheus has that, like, Dragon Ball Z (laughs) (laughs) charge-up.
3: Dude, Larry Fishburne is so awesome. He's so perfect in this role. Yes, he is.
4: I love when he hits the toilet, dude. That looks so, like,
1: crazy. His face just smashes on it. So the Smiths get the jump on him, and they take... They don't want to just kill him because they want the keys to the mainframe of the last human
2: city. Yeah, they don't want to kill him. They just send 10 SWAT cops on him to beat the living shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and that's a kind of a cool shot from like straight above yeah. yep. all the cops. Mm-hmm. You know what that actually reminds me of? Rodney King? Ninja Turtles when <laughs> all the Foot oh, yeah. Clan. No! When all the Foot Clan jumps Raph.
4: Josh, if he would have just, just snuck out and just started like eating an apple or whatever he does... And turtles. <laughs> They're like all on top of him. He just sneaks yeah. out.
1: That would have been great. Trinity and Neo are able to make it out of the Matrix because of uh, Morpheus' sacrifice. And the agents start torturing Whoa. Morpheus. you going to skip over to Cypher's scene? No? No, 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 not yet, One of the biggest memes. I I just wanted to touch on that the agents, like, one of the first things they show when they show him in custody is, like, all these torture instruments. But the only torture I think administered is, like, head squeezing with hands. (laughs) They keep injecting something in his neck, too, which, did you guys have any clue what that might be? They
2: reminded me of something, like, out of Scientology. Like, some shit like Tom Cruise and his crazy, like nut job friends would do. He was just
5: getting his Thetans measured. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not touching that one.
3: I started taking a public transportation to work and it's very it's a, a crowded process. I'm like shoulder to shoulder. And I think about Hugo Weaving's speech all the time about humans oh, are a virus and how they yeah. smell. It's and how much smell. I hate them. <laughs> yeah.
1: I hate this place. Dude, can you imagine filming or being on set during that part of the scene when he's like, He's basically like sniffing Lawrence Fishburne and like rubbing his sweat <laughs> too, all around. He's too really good, in that scene. After. He's so awesome. <laughs> Those are a good pair of actors in a really classic scene right there. It's really cool.
3: Lawrence Fishburne said he was sad he didn't get to speak to Hugo Weaving in the scene, which I felt bad for him for that
1: because he was just like <laughs> under <Yeah>. the influence. <laughs> <laughs> In, under the influence of the head vice. Yeah. Meanwhile, back in Zion, <laughs> Cypher gets back a different way. Like, Tank lets him in some side route because he supposedly got, like... Um, there
3: was a car crash! a a it. accident!
1: Yeah. yeah, he got, like, split up from the crew in this, like, crappy story. And Tank is cynical, but he brings him back anyway. And basically, Cypher, for all of his maybe-he's-right-that-the-Matrix-is-a-better-place-to-live-as-a-human... He does a really dastardly deed here, doesn't he, Mikey?
5: Yeah, he uh, gets jacked off back into the real world, uh, which is <laughs> <Phrasing>. <laughs> okay. Z- Zion, uh, and he kills Tank and uh, the Wood other tries guy. tries to kill Tank. Oh, yeah, he he grabs some weird gun, and then he blasts Tank.
3: Tank, son, son of Tommy Chong. It, yeah, oh, adopted, really? adopted,
4: though, I think. Really? Yeah. Yes. His oh, last name's Chong. I, th- I think he's adopted. That's Got killed awesome.
3: off screen because he
5: asked for too much money. He takes care of Tank, or so he thinks. And then uh, the other guy, Dozer, Dozer is supposed to be his brother in the movie, I think. It's my dog's and name. And he comes after him and he kills him. And then Cipher is at the helm of what do they call it the hub of the matrix or whatever the yeah he's operator
1: pappy do you want to break down the super creepy sequences cypher after blowing away the two brothers back home not like this he
3: yeah so yeah he <laughs> yeah. kills those two the meme not like this happens and then like yeah it turns out i don't know what you guys think it seems like cypher is really mostly motivated actually by being rejected by trinity like he kind of loved her and that's kind of what it comes down to.
1: Yeah.
0: I thought I was in love with you. I used to dream about you.
5: You're a beautiful woman, Trinity.
0: The bad things have to turn out this way.
5: You can't. I mean, if he gets jacked back into the Matrix or whatever, or whatever he's hoping, he could have a Trinity... Copy, i guess in the <laughs> matrix can
1: you make a program that looks like this why
2: couldn't you just say that's a mouse at one point can you make a program that looks like trinity that's all i want
3: he wants to be someone important like an actor
1: that's <laughs> as he's a real life actor
3: he like it's b- really weird with trinity then he's like i'm gonna prove it once and for all i'm gonna like kill your boyfriend and right before and he's like he makes this like big long soliloquy like If there's any reason why he's the one, like strike me down right now, and like right before he does it, he gets lasered in the back.
4: He gets her. He gets her to admit, though, that she loves him and she thinks she's the one, though. But you're not really supposed to know that. Why? Why what? Like
2: there was like eight times in this movie she could have said like, "Hey Neo, I find you very attractive." She was. I think she was (laughs) fighting it. She
4: didn't. I don't know.
3: It would have been better if she held off on saying that until the very end for the first time. God, but. I just can't believe how much Stevie hates this movie.
2: Whoa, having well, criticism be- and having hates far different. I love this movie, but I'm just saying there was a, they, they made a point of it like at least six times, where she just looks at him and goes, "Not today," and walks away.
1: Yeah, and it might be kind of funny the way that Cipher like typical cliche bad guy monologues himself to death there. Huh. He just talks too long. But that scene is like really creepy and he's like one by one going yeah. through oh, like yeah. these crew members that he supposedly like knows and his friends Pretty with killing. It's just like it's it's Yeah, killing him in the coldest way. It's wear. so
3: crazy to see like in the Matrix too, because 'cause they're just like there and then they just like go limp and port Twitch. Switch? Is that her name?
1: Switch, yeah. Yeah.
3: What were you saying, Brett? Yeah. Like, okay, so apparently they're supposed to be more in, of an androgynous crew, like uh, yeah. transsexual almost, which is kind of yeah. Interesting. She was
4: supposed to be, she was actually supposed to be a, a male actor in the actual real world, and she, the switch girl was gonna be in the Matrix because the man, you know, I said earlier about you kind of like personify, you uh, project what you're you oh. feel like. That's why her, that's why her name is Switch. Ah, oh, and cool. it's, it's kind of cool. like knowing what you know about the Wachowski sisters. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but I don't know. They scrapped it. I think they liked her, and they kind of just that'd have been interesting. Yeah, he was going to be a guy out there and a girl in,
2: inside. Patrick Swayze in the real world, and oof. the girl in the uh, in the Matrix. That'd
4: been cool. That would have been cool. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> would have been Carrie Ann.
5: <laughs> I was going to say, in uh, when Keanu's in the battery pot or whatever towards the beginning. Doesn't look like he has any junk. Looks like he's pretty smooth. <laughs> <No. laughs> Looks like everybody's... I thought that was just shadows shadows.
1: (laughs) to not show the man. I was
5: looking for dong. No dong. So no hanging dong. No hanging Keanu.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently that was the
4: last, uh, last scene they shot and he lost 15 pounds and shamed all his hair.
3: This is a new rating below a Viggo Mortensen flaccid penis. A non-existent (laughs) Keanu dong. (laughs) 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 Dong.
1: The only other creepy thing that Cypher does is, like, when he's talking to Trinity over the phone, he's, like, crawling all over her body, weirdly. This gives you kind of the goosebumps. But regardless, Trinity and Neo do get out. I have a question. Why don't they just replug
2: Switch and APOC back in? Like,
5: I don't... I think it has something to do with, like, you're ripping out some of their brain or something. Is that what it is?
4: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I feel like it has to be. You're completely, like... Taking them offline, like, literally and figuratively.
3: You have to exit through a landline phone. (laughs) This
2: is the most AOL
4: movie of all time. Which is
3: only going to get harder and harder as the years go on. There's only, like, two exits left in the whole city of Chicago? Sydney? Sydney. Yeah. Sydney, Australia. But it's supposed to be, I don't know.
4: It's not a real city. Like, he lives in something (laughs) called, like, Liberty National or National City or something, so... So
1: Tank, Trinity, and Neo remain on the on the ship, and they're about to pull the plug on Morpheus because they know that it's only a matter of time before the agents break him. And like we talked about earlier, they've been torturing him this whole time. And right before they're about to pull the plug, Neo says, stop, no. <laughs> this is actually, I don't really like the dialogue here to Stevie's point earlier where he's like, it just doesn't feel right. Um, some, something, something just felt a little off. Something didn't feel right about the dialogue there. For me,
3: it's I broad. I, I, to def- them, to, to the movie's defense, like this is in. This ended up being Warner Brothers' biggest movie of all time up until that point. It was like a sixty million dollar gamble with these two guys, and like the dialogue has to be kind of broad, I think, to convey this like super complicated story. You know what I mean, especially. Internationally, it
5: is so far
3: out yeah. there. Yeah, I can't imagine.
1: I agree, and it adds to the ambiguity and maybe mystique that every every answer wasn't given in this. But regardless, plot wise, they decide to go on a rescue mission to get Neo or to get Morpheus back, which would be like the first time anyone's ever willingly tried to go up against the agents. What do they need to survive, according to Neo? Uh, a lot. Of guns. Okay, so what do you need besides so a miracle? Guns. Lots of guns. You're pretty staunch. Tell us about <laughs> what guns they took. Hey, <laughs> <Okay>, now. <laughs>
4: That's what my arsenal looks like. Whoa. <laughs>
3: Don't tread on Brett, ladies and gentlemen.
4: <laughs>
2: when the zombies come, go to Brett's house.
1: Yep. Uh, or the government, whichever.
4: They, they pretty much just plugged in the Matrix. and walked to the nearest NRA guy's house, and that's where they got all the guns. Um, but, yeah, lots. What did you say? Guns. Lots of guns.
5: Tank, make me a conservative. <laughs>
2: I find this hilarious. We we're talking about how Neo wasn't the first guy Morpheus brought home to call him the one, and you know that like those agents have like kidnapped that guy before. And they're like
5: Morpheus, we gotta go get him. He's like,
0: eh, I'm not feeling this one, guys.
5: Uh. <laughs> Neo is just the first one they try to save. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think in, like, the third Matrix, they do reveal that this whole thing has been, like, looping over and over and over (laughs) again. So you might have some truth to that.
3: Yuck. I hate those movies. They they ruin the reputation of the first one, I think. Honestly.
4: I don't hate them, but I'll just leave that for some some
1: else. Honestly, to Pappy's point, that's kind of the reason why I haven't been bringing that that mythology up more uh, from those two movies that go into it a lot deeper is because... This movie leaves it in a really good spot, so I didn't want to
4: even talk about it. I'm the the same way. Like, Mikey put it perfect earlier on the the chat. Like, it's just a perfect ending. It's Mm -hmm. like a perfect standalone movie. I just don't mind, like, the mythos. But the first one's just perfect, so, you know.
5: I think after the first one, it's still, like, fairly easy to understand. But the second and third movies, I... I still have no idea what's going on in those movies. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't really follow them too much for the plot. I just watch, yeah, I just watch them for the action scenes, I guess.
2: Neo beat the Matrix six times and they keep on rebooting no, it. No, he he loses to the Matrix six
0: times.
3: Well, I watched the making of the first one and uh, it's pretty good other than the fact that it starts mm. off with ten minutes of, like, hyping the second movie like this is like when they were making the second movie that's when they interviewed everybody and the whole first 10 minutes are just like sucking the then existing cock of the Witkowski brothers like the whole time
0: it's <laughs> 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 oh,
3: like, like they're oh, so God. smart like this blew us away this is the best script we had ever read blah 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 blah, blah. and then it's like to, but you know then watching the movie now it's like oh no because <laughs> they just doubled down on everything like the production yeah. costs so
1: what are we going to do with these hot, pappy takes? <laughs> like last week with Kyle, and then this week with... Hmm. Those are too hot for me, Pat. What? <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving right along. So I think what's happening here, in this point in the movie, is that Trinity and Neo are about to play out like every boyhood G.I. Joe fantasy under the sun, and they have... Like, 13 guns, silencers, and all this other shit, like, taped onto their body. Then they also have big duffel bags. And as they walk into this... I don't even know why they go into this particular building. It's like an adjacent building to where Neo... Or to where Morpheus is. Or it's the lowest floor. Because guns, Josh. (laughs) I think they enter the lowest floor of where they're holding Morpheus. And they go through the check line it's like a tsa checkpoint and they put their bags even inside like they even play along up to the point where they're putting their bags in the check thing and of course the beepers go off and the guy like says can you like you remove any metal or whatever and he
4: <laughs> shows he shows his guns and he just pretty much flips out and He's like gorge, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> blasted away. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they just start straight killing people, and it's this is obviously one of the
1: most iconic scenes in the movie. It's uh, got to be uh, Stevie with all your cynicism on this movie so far. There's do not you all like this, this cynicism.
2: I love this movie, <laughs> but me and Drew did bring up bring this. Actually, it was Drew brought this up earlier, this movie. Patty. Drew, who's Drew? Ooh.
3: I, Andrew you know, James
2: really. Malcolm, also known as Pappy.
3: You know where I live, Kyle McFay come Dice. at me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: There you go, Gosh. Kyle. Uh this not movie cool. like wouldn't be made the same today for the fact that like this is not a very blue lives matter movie whatsoever.
3: Cops get killed. Mm. Cops get right. killed no left matter. and right. And it's not you couldn't make this movie like this is kind of sad. I don't want to kill him out on the pod Josh, but like this movie came out in March of 1999 and then Columbine oh, happened yeah. in April on April 20th of 1999, so like a month later like I feel like between the gun violence and then like literally like blowing up a building like that imagery after the year 2001 like you could never ever make this today.
1: That's what I was going to say too. In addition, nine eleven with that helicopter smashing into the side of the building like that is pretty yeah. Drastic. But
2: that all aside, uh, this part of the movie is awesome. There's nothing but slow mo, nonstop slow mo, and awesome uh, gunplay, as well as Neo and Trinity running all over walls and doing unnecessary mm-hmm. jump kicks. Uh, this part is very cool. It was uh, this movie was on AMC all the time growing up. And it would kind of... Be, this scene. I would always come in on this scene. Like, anytime i turn on the I'd be like, oh, it's on. And it's, like, always at your favorite scene. So, yeah. I love this part of the
1: movie. I mean, you've never seen so much concrete busting, shells hitting the floor. I mean... Slow motion, no, leather pit flowing,
2: pit. Was- and non-existent wind.
3: All practical effects, though. All those explosions are not CGI. I saw some behind-the-scenes thing
5: where... Keanu is up against one of those pillars and they only have like one take because the pillars are like so hard to reassemble or whatever. And he fucks it up like five seconds into the take and falls down on his face. And then they just, he's just like, well, well, damn. And then he has to restart the scene over again. But it was just like kind of funny to Kinda see.
1: Reeves does not mess up. Thank you.
5: He is a professional, but it was just kind of funny to see. <laughs> but also, did you guys hear what song was playing? During the scene, do you is know that Rob wh- Zombie? <laughs> no, it was another classic of the 90s. It was, uh, do you know the commercial from You Wouldn't Download a Car? Yep, uh-huh. I, su- I swear it's the exact same. <laughs> oh song man, we gotta pull this up from that side. commercial.
1: If anybody can prove that to us on Twitter, Instagram, is this a t shirt moment, Pat? Absolutely, yeah, of your choosing. <laughs>
5: I'm going out there and saying it's the exact same song (laughs) because the guitar riff was instantly burned into my head when
3: I heard it when the song started. Fuck yeah, I would.
1: (laughs) After they blow away all the police on the bottom floor, they explode the bottom floor. There's a quick moment of levity at the elevator. They go up. They face off against an agent, and there's the dodge this moment where um, one of the agents is kind of like distracted by Neo and trinity blows him away like with a point blank shot did this shock anybody i didn't even remember this part in hindsight that an agent is actually killed by one of the people in it like like that's a pretty groundbreaking moment for everyone i think God. this
5: 10 seconds before is the most groundbreaking moment is the bullet yeah, time yeah bullet scene. time it's so the, iconic it's like the you most you move like them it's the most innovative I don't know, or something. It's got to be, like, the most something scene of all time at that time. (laughs) Easily one of the most iconic. There was nothing like that before. uh,
4: I was thinking about it. Still to this day, even in 2018, that bullet going through the wall when when, uh, Morpheus is running and then the camera pans, like, 180 degrees, (sighs) and then it goes, the blood comes through the water. I think it looks, I think it's, like, Maybe the coolest little thing in that whole movie. You guys know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we get there's so there are a lot of iconic scenes in this movie. I think that's why this pod is taking a little bit longer. At this point, the agents, if they die, you know that they can just come back as another person. So they're kind of fighting a losing battle, just trying to get Morpheus out. And they get they hijack a helicopter. With that helicopter's gatling gun, they actually, <laughs> I think, blow away all three. How did he not kill Morpheus? <laughs> yeah, Morpheus should have died. Morpheus right should have been like had 80 holes in his body. Uh, get up, Morpheus! <laughs> <laughs> I swear he unloads like thousands of rounds of ammo in that thing. And that kills scene the 80s. from underneath
2: the helicopter, uh, that clip where it shows like the shells oh, yeah. like coming down, looks awesome. That's
1: awesome. That's a great scene. Yes, it is. Morpheus charges up for a second time. Super <laughs> oh, <laughs> Busts bust out of his handcuffs and he jumps and holds on to Neo and yada yada yada. They get to a payphone and they all get out of there. Um, but not before Neo fights Agent Smith. Uh, man, uh, there's so many ins and outs here. <laughs> That's like one
3: of the best scenes of the whole movie. Is in that subway. But
1: Neo gets stuck there with an agent, and instead of running away, like everyone knows he should do, he stays around to fight. He's beginning to believe. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, he's he's starting to beginning to believe, and uh, the way he defeats the agent is he <laughs> like does a, he kind of flies for the first time, like he jumps up into the ceiling, and like breaks his back, then like does a backflip off, and then like the L train. Rides over Agent Smith, but I don't Who know. Th- thought the
2: dude that that's... did that stunt was going to be directing John Wick one day.
3: Yeah, isn't that crazy?
2: That's awesome. Same guy. Keanu Reeves, uh, cool. stuntman, is the director and writers of uh, John Wick.
5: Oh, that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah,
1: I think that seems funny because it's uh, Agent Smith, like has him in this headlock, and the train's coming, and that he's like, "This is your inevitable doom." Mr. Anderson. And Neo's like, My name is Neil. <laughs> I could have sworn he said Neil. <laughs> I always think he says Neil right there. I don't know. I thought that Well, was
3: even the say. way Agent Smith says Mr. Anderson, the way when Neo walked through <laughs> yeah. the alley or the subway for the first time. Goodbye,
0: Mr. Anderson. My
1: name is Neil. My neighbors are named the Andersons, and I can never remember the dad's name, so he's always, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> so Neil runs away from the train scene, and as he's trying to get to the next phone, he um, is kind of caught off guard and is shot in the chest like 50 times by Agent Smith. And this is where like the whole Trinity through line comes through, right, Brett? Uh,
4: yeah, because she's like, you can't be dead because... I'm in love with you, and yeah, Oracle you. told me that I was gonna fall in love with the one.
2: She whispers in and
4: his, his ear. All these
1: robots. Spidey orgies. She
4: kisses a dead guy. She kisses a dead guy.
1: Yeah, she she kisses him, and there's all these sparks flying around, and because the machines he, like, are wakes- about to kill cool. him. Yeah, yeah. He wakes back up inside the matrix. He says no. Stops all the bullets. Dude, that's the best. He like does some really groovy funk funk yeah. kung fu shit at the that point. The score
3: is so great. Um, it's like swelling. It's so epic <laughs> at this point.
1: The the music is pretty awesome throughout the whole
5: movie. Yes. It's yeah. pretty it, there's a lot of tension in the music. It's really From the great.
2: score to Rob
1: zombie it sounds
0: awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and instead of just killing Agent Smith, or like chopping his head off like Highlander or something. He like jumps into his body and possesses him from the inside out and explodes him. And the other two agents run away in fear.
5: That's the worst. This is the worst part of the movie for me is that really? this last uh, when he jumps into his body and oh. and Agent Smith explodes, it looks kind of tacky. But
4: that's what that's what Brittany said. She said all this stuff still looks really good in 2018, except for yeah. that part.
5: Yeah. If it was if it looked better, maybe it would be. Maybe I wouldn't care so much, but it looks the worst out of everything. But right when he does movie. that and
4: he does that flex and like the whole hallway
3: bends, That's yeah. yeah.
4: No, that the whole hallway scene is my favorite scene in the whole movie, like by far.
3: Uh, well, I love when it goes into matrix code and everything's like green and. Oh, when symbols. he's seeing all the yes. code finally, <laughs> where his vision is decreased considerably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he wins that battle, and in the real world, they EMP the uh, tracking robots just in time. And the movie ends with Keanu Reeves leaving the agents a cryptic message over the phone. And he looks into the sky and flies away like Superman into the camera sunset. Into the camera. Into the sunset. That that looks bad and in 2018. It's pretty quick.
2: I mean, is it that? The CGI of him flying
1: doesn't look great. God, you hate this movie. Cynical Steve. <laughs> Why don't we, I, th- I think we got through the movie there. We just finished, um... Let's oh, I'm yes the cynical
2: knows. one. Mikey hates on Brett's favorite part, but I'm the cynical one. Cynical
1: Stevie. <laughs> the
3: statistics say that Stevie's not that cynical.
4: Mikey wasn't hating Mikey wasn't hating on the, the hallway scene. He just didn't like the
5: No, the one the CGI part, part where he explodes Agent
1: Smith. Right.
2: And I expressed one bad part of CGI and I okay. Alright, you know what?
1: But Stevie, can you give us your no? I mean your yes oh. or no? You want me to go into it?
2: Go yeah. Alright. I love this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I did give it a score, I'd give it 100 out of 100. Um, Whoa. Yeah. I think this is one of the most iconic movies ever made. And, uh, yeah, this is about as far as I can go. I mean, if it's on, I'm not going to turn it off. I'll even seek it out to watch it, and especially because it has Keanu Reeves, who's one of my favorite actors ever. So, uh, definite hard
4: yes. Nice. I'll
1: go next. Um, this... This movie's a yes, and I picked it knowing it was a classic, and I'd give it a yes. I think Stevie pointed out, I think some of the dialogue aged a little hokey, um, a little bit too mystical. Pretty much all of the CGI, I think it, the sparing amount that they use is really tasteful in this movie, especially versus the next two Matrixes that come up. But the biggest thing that I want to point out when watching this movie is... Um, One of my best friends growing up, LeVon, we used to, like, play video games and basketball against each other. And, like, if we ever got in, like, a heated argument or fight, he would always, like, summon the Morpheus moves, including, like, charging himself up. And, like, that little move where, like, if you, like, block a punch close to someone's throat and then stick your fingers out for that quick, like, (laughs) move. (laughs) He, like, loved copying everything in The Matrix, Including, like, if you would throw a dodgeball at him, he would try to, like, Matrix out of the way like Morpheus. I don't know. This movie just reminded me of Levon.
3: No, that's hilarious. Wait, sorry to interrupt, because, like, Stevie, you know that little dance that Morpheus does in the Kung Fu scene? With his feet? <laughs> uh, Stevie's awesome. done that for, like, as long as I've known him. Literally, <laughs> I didn't know what it was from until this rewatch. I'm like, holy shit, that's what it's from. Like, But he does it all the time. <laughs>
1: So maybe that's just the thing of growing up um, <laughs> when we did in America is that everyone had a friend that would do <laughs> Matrix things. So it's a yes for me. Why don't we hit on up to Brett? Uh, yeah, this is...
4: I think this is a a perfect movie. I think it's one of the best movies of the 90s. I think it's one of the... I actually figure... I, I Maybe like one of the most important cinematic achievements of all time. I mean... I know there was a few people complaining about some of the CGI, but it still looks people. pretty awesome today. I mean, it was just so ahead of its time. The practical effects were like insanely awesome. I just think it's an amazing movie. Uh, I was so geeked up to watch it. I was so geeked up to talk about it. And uh, if Stevie likes it 100 out of 100, I like it 101 out of 100. So. Cool. I think it's amazing. It's a... Wow. Besides Ghostbusters, this is like my most rock hard
1: yes. And a quick shout out to Brett's brother Brian. Hey Brian, what's up? Hey Brian,
4: let's hit up uh, Mike. Big fan, big fan. He's a huge fan.
1: Uh, Yeah, like Brett said,
5: I think this is one of the most important movies I think we've been alive for while it's been released that we have seen. Um, I think it's gone like beyond a meme because everything has memed The Matrix. It's now like a legendary movie <laughs> because it's been memed, it's been parodied, it's been copied, it's been everything. Everybody knows most of these references. I know Kung Fu, everything. The pills. Ki- yeah, the pe- the pills, everything. Everybody knows all of these references. And it innovated the bullet time thing. That's like a whole camera technique that's been like revolutionized by the Wachowskis and that's been copied and everything
1: were you going to say something specifically about that
5: it was pretty much the 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 meme thing that brett was talking about is like it's so popular it's like so in the culture like everybody knows about it it's beyond a meme at this point it's Mm -hmm. it's the culture now is everybody knows the matrix so it's really important and yeah this is like one of the hardest yeses i always watch this movie movie Mm -hmm. whenever it's on tv
1: Especially if it comes on right during the shoot scene. <laughs> yeah. The, Every Also, time. like, half
5: the movie is action, so it's, like, not boring to watch at all. So it's a really
3: awesome movie. It's so much fun.
1: Agreed. Uh, Pappy, why don't you back clean up here for us? Sucks
3: one at and I always have to go last. But, no, this is a definite yes. I gave it. Five out of five stars. It's one of the most important movies. Um, watching this movie, like I know every single line, like I know every single like shot. Basically, it's it's so fun to like rewatch a movie like that. I do wonder though, because it's such like a a moment of the '90s film. It kind of reminds me a lot like of Blade Runner, where that was such a technological achievement. But like we rewatched that now and like it's kind of boring. I, I look at someone like the younger people on letterboxd and they're, they're giving it like four out of five stars or like not quite five out of five stars and I, I hope it's not one of those movies where you had to be there because it was such a cultural phenomenon like you guys were saying but one of my favorite movies an actual good pick from josh rock hard, yes
2: all my picks are good pappy i'm watching this fight again i really do do that morpheus thing
3: yeah, I know you do. i saying.
2: Can you describe what dance you're talking about, actually? Oh, I know
4: what it is. is—the a little swivel he, with the... He
3: shuffles, shuffles. like
2: Ali. Oh, he man. shuffles, yeah. Uh, I do that all the time. <laughs>
4: it's, de- it's definitely... A, it's, it's a martial arts thing. Ali does it all the time. For sure. It
2: reminds me of Muhammad Ali. Yeah,
3: I had no idea where it came from on, on this rewatch. I was like, son of a bitch, that's what it's from.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, Levon used to try to hit my Adam's apple with his finger. I did that to my brother all the time.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I know where he's coming from.
1: That's a thing. Okay. Pappy, why don't you toss it over to Spoiler Man now? And then we'll come back for trivia and the reveal of the next movie.
3: Take it away, Spoiler Man. Boo. Subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes.
1: Please don't forget to leave us a review.
3: I also want to kind of
2: throw in, like... (laughs) <laughs> we all ha- We all have those movies where like you began to like fall in love with movies, and this is one of those for me. Like the first time I ever watched it, I was
4: absolutely blown away. That's how I felt when I saw Casablanca in the theater.
1: How old Man. are you? <laughs> <laughs> When I saw Charlie Chaplin... The Great Train Robbery.
3: I thought the gun was real. I ran out screaming.
1: (laughs) Let's just jump into trivia. Do we have the order, Can we
3: read one iTunes review first? While do you look up the order?
1: I'll look up the order. Pat, why don't you read through... We want to start giving people major props for giving us iTunes reviews because of how important they are, so we want to start reading these off.
3: Josh... Go for it. Figure out the order, but this one was from Monday. This is our most recent review. We got a couple on here, but sorry. Last in, first out. This is from B Polk. Funny. Five stars. I love Spoilers Podcast. These guys are hilarious. Short and sweet. Good review.
4: Not a bot. Thanks, B Polk. Thanks, B Polk. Thanks,
1: B Polk.
3: This is uh, Fun Movie Times from Droll Steven. There are blurry shots in Seabiscuit. I'm wasting my review to confirm this. It's that important that there are blurry shots. A great podcast. This is a this is a good one. From Kylo Ren Memes. A good Instagram account. Let's okay guys, listen to this review. <clears throat> Five stars. A great podcast. Better than Tony Robbins. Episodes without Pappy are better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. J.K., hey, they're all good. But still, like, what kind of a joke is that? And that's all for now.
1: All right, so let's get into trivia. Here's the order really quick for the listener. And Brett, you're going to go first. And Stevie, second, Pat, third. And Mikey, it's been the longest since you've posted. What was your last movie, Mikey? I don't know.
3: Breakfast Club?
1: Blade Runner?
5: Ooh, that's... no Cliff,
1: Cliffhangers? Closed. No, bl- okay. oh. Jack. No, it's well, gotta Jack be Breakfast Club. Jack was a punishment movie and that was the last <laughs> mm-hmm. time Mikey else. It's a good episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Okay, so we talked a lot about how this movie is not boring and a lot of that is because they're constantly killing people. Ooh, Give me the number of people according to I don't know, the website that I looked up that's on. This website is called, it's a little bit uh Don't judge it for the name of it. AllAboutBubbleGum.com. According to AllAboutBubbleGum.com, how many bodies, (laughs) dead bodies, do we get in this movie? It's a
3: misleading name for that website.
1: Body count. Let's see.
4: Three, six. (laughs) Counting. We can hear, hear you. Uh, 73. Thank you, Brett. Stevie. Uh...
2: Let's go with 87. That sounds like a fun number. Pap
3: sticks. Um 72.
1: And Mikey, we go an even 100. So the guesses were at 72, 73, 87 and 100. Yeah. And, unfortunately, you guys all overshot by quite a bit. The actual answer was 43, so we do get another Spooky spoilers. Happy do you have a movie
3: for us? Uh, Tis that time of year. Spooky spoilers have descended upon (laughs) us. And I'm going to pick up something we started from last year do a better movie in the series let's go with uh the evil dead 2
0: yeah
4: do i need to watch the first one to watch this one
3: yeah and listen to the podcast no.
4: <laughs> i i listen to the podcast then you're good
1: yeah and, and no one dare listen to that podcast either if you haven't watched the first movie and listened to the first Pretty spooky pod. don't even waste your time you're not a real fan <laughs> All right. No spoilers. <laughs>
4: <an> exciting end.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> we should do like a voiceover, like Keanu did, man.
1: Maybe I will. I know be, your listeners cool. are full of fear. <laughs> you made it this far into the pod, so you did end it, right? beings are a disease, a cancer of this planet. You are a plague. My
0: name is Neil. Hey! You sound like hey!